Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family, we chose this one. This is episode 120, Fast and Furious on a Budget. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. This is weird. Not weird. This is a good, it's a good kind of weird. So that... It's a good kind of, it's our kind of weird. Yes. This was originally going to be Reef Week. This was going to be us talking about Blue Crush. This was us going to be talking about Finding Nemo. I put the entire Blue Crush interview, or not the interview, the movie discussion on our Patreon page, TooFast24.com. So our patrons yeah. have that. But we just had, we sat down virtually with the budget boys who are taking the internet by storm with their fast and furious on a budget 20 minute short film on youtube and we talked to them we're like let's we were gonna save it on we're gonna put it out on a friday let's not do that let's put it out today let's put it out tuesday let's just get it out there we want to share this interview with you you guys have known justin sent us the link of it hopefully you guys have watched the budget boys video it's just a 20 minute video of them doing fast and furious on a budget joey reached out to them they said they want to talk to us we said hey Timely's better. Let's let you have the interview now. And so after the interview, we're going to have a little bit of an outro. We're going to talk about like the scheduling changes and stuff like that. But without any further ado, here are Kevin Ferry and Kent Yoshimura, the Budget Boys. Budget Boys. We were joking before we started. I said I was going to mention on the show, and I am. Joe and Joey, basically the same name. We've got Kevin and Kent, basically the same name. You guys said JK, JK, but welcome to the show, Kevin Ferry and Kent Yoshimura. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello. hello. (laughs) Thank you for being here, and thank you for this uh, dose of, like, passion and fervor into the fashion. Like, you guys have taken the internet by storm. Before we get into anything else, like, what... How did this happen? Like, what is what has the last like week or two been like? Crazy. Uh, crazy. I mean, girls just come up to us <laughs> out of the blue, <laughs> and it's just like everywhere. We can't go anywhere. We can't go anywhere now. We have to wear a mask. And uh... <laughs> I mean, you, you should have been wearing one already. So I mean, this is probably a good a good. Uh, yeah, it, was, it just worked out. It was serendipitous. <laughs> we, I, I have so many questions about so many things for you guys, but before we get into there, I want to talk about. As we do with any new guest, I want to sort of get your gauge your history with the Fastiverse. So I know a little bit about it, but can you please tell us which of these movies you've seen, when you came to them? What is your relationship with these movies? I, I love Fast and Furious. I, uh, we watched it when it came out back in the day, and me and my high school friends, we always quote the first movie. Oh, yeah. You know, like, SWAT came to my house, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. Monica! So it's like, yeah, that movie's pretty ingrained in my system you know so uh it just felt right to to remake it yeah i I think uh my favorite thing about the fast and furious movies just in general is like it was a really serious movie at first and then at some point they're just like you know what fuck it like we're just gonna go crazy superhero like absurd it's like all right cool like that's how you keep making like fast and furious into infinity though i mean that's what we love about it we love that it can it can basically go on forever as long as they keep finding new ways to save the world so i mean yeah as, as long as you have that idea i think we're good aliens next space racing <laughs> now the one bit of homework i'm not sure if you're able to do it or not did you guys rank your movies from favorite to least favorite we, we have a we have a general idea yeah 
Okay. <laughs> Please hit us with it and let me know who's who because I don't know. Well, I don't know if I'll be able to differentiate talking, but uh, let's let's start with Kevin. Number one is my favorite because that's just like okay. memories, you know, iconic um, nostalgia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think five, five was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Like, Fair. Uh, yeah. It it jumped into that ridiculous era of Fast and the Furious. Yeah, when you're dragging the safe, definitely. Exactly, yeah. And they had a lot of cool characters, you know, that showed up again, so that was cool. Seven was pretty good. The rest you can kind of just mix in together. <laughs> two, two, two is definitely the Two's worst. Two's the worst. Two's two the worst. Is definitely worst. <laughs> oh, oh, after seven, okay. Tokyo Drift, and then the others kind of mix in together, and then two's the worst. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. So we've got a one, two, three, four, and nine. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And Kent, what about you? Do you have a what, what's your rank? Because I think you've only seen is it right the, the first five? I've seen the first five. Two is definitely the worst. Five is awesome, but I would say Tokyo Drift is probably my favorite because of yeah. my heritage and listening to all these people try to do a good Japanese accent, but it being like obviously you guys are not Japanese <laughs> at all. <laughs> In that regard, before we go further, there's so we've we've tried to be very careful about like respecting nationalities in terms of because like the movie the first movie is in particular does not really give you like it's like in chinatown but they're not like it's just like a weird like <laughs> so i loved in your version where you're just like i messed up with the asians because it's like that's basically yes. what the movie is saying because it's like <laughs> we don't really care so you shouldn't care either so i like that you guys took the piss out of it a little bit we're just yeah. like hey it's just the asians it's literally called race wars <laughs> like <laughs> yes yeah oh and they kept it they kept the name Race Wars till the seventh movie. They repeat it there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, time to change it up, guys. <laughs> yeah, please. But, or, or they just, like, double down. I mean, they septuple <laughs> like, like, down. So we got, so Kent, you got Tokyo Drift first. and I like Discount Eminem also. There was, like, Discount Paul Walker slash Discount oh. Eminem in Tokyo Drift. That I, <laughs> yeah, I Sean, yeah. <laughs> so he was a... Uh, this is good. Number two is definitely the worst. That's for sure. Uh, okay. Number one, probably after Tokyo Drift. And then I think I'm in the same boat as Kevin. Like number five, that safe scene is fantastic. That was when it got a little bit crazier. I don't really remember number four, but I definitely watched it. That's one where Letty dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That one was kind of weird. That was kind of weird. Yeah. That was kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So three, one, five, four, two. Perfect. Got that it. works. So now we got some, we got some really hard either or questions to kind of get a sense and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna ignore the stuff from the later movies and make sure that you can answer both of these questions but i want to get your take on like so just find out who you guys are you know where you're coming from who you are who you see yourself as are you ready for these very hard-hitting questions like existential crisis on a sunday all right all right so kevin first do you see yourself as more of a brian or a dom brian brian yeah Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kent, what about you? Say also a Brian or maybe more of a Dom? Definitely more of a Dom. Definitely more of a Dom. I, I think we chose our roles appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. No, okay. it just, like, it just, it just it came to us. Yeah, we had no disagreements there. So now there's a, a through line through the movies that you also play up in your in your short. Is Brian, do you think Brian is good at his job or bad at his job? It's also very clear in the movies that he's a cop, that everybody thinks he's a cop, that you make very clear that he's a cop. I love that part, yeah. We used to ask if he's a good cop or a bad cop. That's a very difficult question to ask now. But do you think Brian is good at his job 
or bad at his job. Well, we kind of put it into our budget movie that he was definitely bad at his job. <laughs> yeah. Like, like he, he had to find, like, uh, what was it, like, the exhaust pipes and stuff like that, but he was, like, actually investigating, oh, like, yeah. TVs and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, he, thought, like, he just saw uh, Johnny Tran beat up that guy, so he just got the wrong impression. So, yeah. You know, it, yeah. That's he's, a, he's, he's a cop. <laughs> he's a cop. He is. Yeah. You just spent government money to get this, like, rice rocket. So oh, yeah. You lose immediately. Yeah. <laughs> also true. Yeah. We never even brought up the fact that he, like, gets the car and then loses it. Like, like twice. Yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah. <laughs> That's our taxpayer money. I know. He's got to be the most, like, wasteful spender on the force. Because, like, even in the fourth one, like, he's just always like, yeah, give me all of these cards. Like, he's just like, guy, relax. Let's, let's calm down for a second. Um, now, this next question I'm going to have to reword because there's one of these words that you don't use. I w- we normally ask, are you more of a Mia or a Letty? But I guess I'll ask you, are you more of a Mia or a Michelle Rodriguez? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, Michelle, I want to say Michelle Rodriguez, but then I, like, also forgot her name completely. <laughs> Which is why we kept saying Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> That's so awesome. So I guess both Mia? Mm. We always joke that, like, people who are Letty don't necessarily have podcasts. And I feel like people who are Letty don't necessarily make budget remakes of Mia. <laughs> so I feel like by, by default, you, yeah. know, you might both be Mia, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Fast and Furious 1 is pretty chauvinistic. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. Like, the female characters, when we rewatch her, like, the female characters are pretty irrelevant. Like, they're only there as a love interest to a certain degree, but they have no real impact on the, the narrative of the film. In that regard, that's why, we, in that regard, yeah. I guess, I guess, Mia. No, I, I think I'll, I'm a more Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Mia was okay. Michelle Rodriguez, spirit animal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like rising, rising Mia. Like <laughs> we were just talking to our um, our guest this lap, and they were describing Mia's role in the movies as sexy lamppost. <laughs> like. If you just put a post-it note on a sexy lamppost that, you know, you could have everything that Mia is to the films. You portraying Mia as a as a perfect sexy lamppost was great for me because we were just talking about this. I really appreciated that. That's so funny. Yeah. That's great. I mean, it's not great, but it's great. Like, I know, I know what you're saying. <laughs> sure it's it's none of us are in favor of that. Yeah. Actually, I kind of want to, like, stop there because I feel like a lot of, like, I could ask if you're a Tez or a Roman, like, you, got, you guys have both seen that, but I feel like I want to really kind of focus on that first movie because I feel like that's yeah, that's where we've been. And I mean, I'm hoping down the road, and we'll talk about later what you have planned, but, like, I want to see a too fast Oh yeah, I want to see him do and then, too I, fast. then I want to ask you about Tej and Roman there because that is a whole other <laughs> ball of wax. But I want to, you know, Brian and Dom and me and Letty is the core, or me and Michelle Rodriguez is really the core of this. So that, we could probably do better acting. I know that's the only thing. Yeah, like you have to. If we were to continue to make the sequels, I mean, we could just skip number two. <laughs> yeah, that's like, are we? Where did this come from? Like, what inspired? Like, is this? There was the Be Kind Rewind movie that I think I've seen you guys compare it to a lot. You know, like the Sweeting oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Was is this the first time you've done one of these? Have you done other ones? these or like where did the inspiration to do this for like under 100 bucks come from well we were making weird movies anyways <laughs> and okay. then at a certain point we were like this we should probably just buckle down and do something kind of serious yeah and you wound up on this <laughs> this is the series <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was like yeah like we wanted to do something really funny but also we don't want to spend money <laughs> yeah but we're also Fair. poor yeah, so, so we're like okay this this totally makes sense like what's the least amount we could spend and, and recreate Iconic movies. Yeah. yeah. It's, it all worked. It was definitely hilarious to us, for sure. So we loved it. 
I'm sure you probably if if you're if you're if your goal is to remake iconic movies, I'm sure that you have like you know all of history to choose from. Like, how did you land on this one? How did we land on? It was like, oh, the first thing would be so funny with toy cars or yeah. something, and then yeah. I, I think it just spiraled from there. Yeah, cool. Just like a good brainstorming because you're just like imagine it with Matchbox instead. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Was the hundred dollar thing? Was that like a a threshold that you set, or you just like we're just gonna spend as little money as possible, and then it's just like we only spent ninety one bucks? Like, is that number that you want to stay below that, or just like we want to be as cheap as we possibly can? So the ladies listening to this, we're not poor. for sake of podcast and existential crisis sunday yeah (laughs) but no i think it just happened that it was like under a hundred dollars we try to we try to stick to a twenty dollar budget we found out after buying the cards it's like that's eight dollars and then like two wigs we're like we're over budget (laughs) we're like okay like we need to stick to as low as possible but uh yeah because like what I what I love is that like you, you you know in the at the in the credits at the end and then also in the comments or like the description on YouTube like you list out your budget and like you guys dropped thirty bucks on a toy helicopter for the one I mean it's important for the one scene but like yeah. <laughs> ticket oh, budget I definitely have a story about the toy yeah. helicopters oh please tell us a story what is it we shot it at the park and we tested it out uh, by the way it took like eight batteries or something yeah <laughs> okay uh, anyway we we fly it up it works great I land it back down but. Upon landing, it kind of like hits the what's those the, it, rotor, the rotor like yeah. it hits it a little bit. So we're like, that's okay, right? It'll, yeah. it'll still work. So uh, I start flying it again for a second run, and it won't come back down. So it <laughs> oh, keeps God. flying uh, like further away from us. So we just start shooting it. Yeah, it was just a one take. It yeah. flew into the road. <laughs> it flew into the road on a fence on the opposite side of like like the freeway or the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to a point where we couldn't grab it. Yeah, that was our one and only day. That was thirty dollars, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <laughs> a third of our budget immediately disappeared. Yeah, immediately, it was. Oh, that's awesome! So it just lives there now, it's just in a graveyard. <laughs> yeah, for forever yeah. A, a memory. I mean, at, at least with like the Thomas the Tank Engine, whatever his friend, the green friend that you use for the train, like at least you got to use him in the beginning and the end because like he's at the night race scene. Like at least there was two purpose. Like, and he would only cost it looked like ten bucks. I mean, the thirty dollar helicopter for the one shot, like that's a that's a that's a bold investment. I'm sorry that you know glad man. you guys got the shot, man. Died uh, over there. We thought it'd be a better investment because but... it would have been like, damn, we get we still have a toy helicopter. Yeah, that's we can cool. use the helicopter whenever. Yeah, and, like uh, Die Hard, Matrix, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, when I was in college, we would always like go to like dollar stores and like Salvation Armies because like for you know a party like a themed party or like Halloween or whatever. And always our mindset was like, okay, what costume can we be that like the shit that we have to spend money on that we don't want to spend money on, like we'll at least have like a, a cool thing afterwards, right? So I, I totally get that. Like, how, like at least we have a helicopter. At least we have like a pirate parrot and like a sword, and like we can swash. Like it's just like yeah. I don't want to spend thirty dollars on a helicopter, but at least we have the helicopter. So I. uh I, yeah. I see that and I respect that. <laughs> yeah. We can use this forever. Forever, yeah. We'll play it all the time. Even though the first time you used it, it broke. I mean, maybe it's not the best, but yeah. I mean, what was the necklace stand-in? Is that a dog whistle? That is a dog whistle. <laughs> That's what I thought. It was a perfect stand-in. Like, I loved I loved all the, like, the little touches of, like... The NOS bottles, this being like, you know, water bottles and stuff like that. And the fire extinguisher was also beautiful. <laughs> also beautiful. And like, what's bigger just... than what Brian has? 
the way that you that you repurpose all of these things that they're still so iconic and knowing which marks you have to hit but then using other fun things was just like what really made this enjoyable for me as a fan too, you know? Yeah, that, that, Kevin, Kevin's the master at that. He's like, he's like, okay, these are all the beats that like will make this yes. movie good. I, mean, I love that movie, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's iconic. But uh, yeah, we were like, what can Dom have that's always bigger than mine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like aggro. It's amazing how much of the movie you're able to get into 20 minutes. Like, there's entire things that you leave out. Like, yeah. I think it's very funny that, like, just like the movie seems to forget about Leon, you guys, I don't think included Leon at all. So just like by Leon, like, we don't, we don't need Leon. The movie doesn't need Leon. <laughs> Leon's just gone. But like, how did you pick what to basically recreate? And is there stuff that you tried to recreate that like didn't work that you're like, the movie does it, but like, we can't really do it. I watched the movie and then I kind of wrote out important scenes and I was like, this this doesn't, it. yeah, like this doesn't is not necessary. Yeah, or like, we'll, we'll have like okay. a shared notes where we just start cutting stuff out, yeah. and then it's like, okay, this like this person doesn't come back. Or I'm like, trying to think of what big part, so we just yeah cut a bunch because like you kind of do a good job of condensing like a hundred oh, yeah. minutes into twenty. There's not a lot that you leave out. I'm trying to think like the exhaust yeah. pipes, uh, the dad scene is there. Like the yeah. dad scene. Okay, I want to talk about the mustaches because I think my favorite detail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about this is the mustaches so i like johnny tran's dad's white mustache i think that was a beautiful touch but i also like whether it's tanner or bilkins or just your stand-in for all police like the increasingly growing mustache is like <laughs> wonderful yeah notice that <laughs> and i want to commend you both whoever did the actual cutting for like detail in like creating the hairs by cutting like little snips like whoever made mustaches you guys you have a future in, i guess mustache making it's beautiful yeah, if, uh, <laughs> if, if Budget Boys doesn't work, that, that's yeah. what we'll go into. And then Brian looking up and having the mustache when he is a cop, it was just like, <laughs> it's all so beautiful. The mustache things, that's one thing that my wife really loved. She's like, oh my god, the mustaches keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, she yeah. was a huge fan. Yeah, that was a funny detail. Like, yeah. we, we didn't think people would catch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> very, very, very good. Because even in the teaser, like I watched the trailer and then I emailed you guys, but I was just like, the, like I love the mustache, like, like I love that, and then to see it keep getting bigger, I was like, this is my favorite, my favorite part of the entire thing is just the mustache. So of course I caught it. I love it. We were talking. We're we're doing Michelle Rodriguez's lap. That's who we're focusing on. We're doing a lot of Michelle Rodriguez movies. So you just calling her Michelle Rodriguez is beautiful to begin with. We were talking a lot about how in a lot of her movies she's just coded male and they like do everything to show you that she's like a tomboy so for you to have her just playing football alone at race wars <laughs> which is like something to hit so hard for me that i mistakenly thought that it was part of blue crush that we were just watching like like i was talking to joey and i was like yeah and that part where she's just playing football alone and he's like what are you talking about and i was like oh fuck no that was the budget boys movie not blue crush like it just like stood in my head so perfectly <laughs> that that's what you guys did that like i actually put it into a different michelle rodriguez movie in my head we like shifted your memory <laughs> yeah yeah i had like this false memory that like in blue crush she's just like throwing a football by herself and i was like oh yeah because like that's how they were showing that she's just like you know a tomboy and one of the guys and he's like yeah. that didn't happen joe is going on this whole thing and I'm like laughing I'm like I guess I must have missed that scene he's like wait a minute like I'm just confused I'm like how do you confuse <laughs> a Hollywood movie yeah, even, and Blue Crush is a surfing movie right does it make sense now no it still doesn't make sense no not at all but I, I appreciate it and I, I, I love it now but I don't know I, I don't know yeah, it made a lot of sense to me because I mean there's football in that movie and that's what she's doing so one of the minutes that we just covered is at the end of Race Wars where Johnny Tran beats Jesse and Jesse drives off and goes to get a car wash or whatever just freaks out it feels like a lot of the cars 
are whenever you cut to the cars, they're not moving. But here you have like the chopstick that like pushes them out of the way. And like <laughs> I love that. The, like probably like the slowest drive away in the movie is like is the only one in here that gets actual momentum. So like, was it a chopstick? And like, what? <laughs> I just I, I don't have questions about that scene. But I just what like what metaphorically symbolic too. It's like chopstick, an agent like utensil controlling. <laughs> I love that Johnny Tran pulls up and he's like, hey, white boy. Like, that was incredible, too. Yeah, just good all around, man. You guys really nailed it. I like the the playfulness of of the line. Like you hit all the yeah major marks for sure. Like the lineage is is like the dialogue is just dead on. I think maybe the last line, maybe in the thing. So there's you know obviously in the Fast and Furious is all about family, but here it's not family, it's friendship. Oh, that's right. It's about yeah, family. yeah. I, <laughs> I thought that was a very uh, wonderful choice. Like I just love that he's just like you know I Dom, I owe you a ten second car, and he just says friendship, and then he just like walks away for a while, and just says. <laughs> friendship again no, just like this. Yeah. i i thought it was i thought it was funny because like they are friends <laughs> you can you can call them, you know like i i get people try to say family like that's the message in fast and furious but it's just good friendship yeah. they just they have a really strong yeah. friendship yeah you're right like people like to use the word family a lot now it's not what that means so. <laughs> yeah, yeah this is just friendship yeah he's still yeah. a you guys yeah, don't really even know each other. You could be the best of friends. <laughs> One other scene that I like made a little note about that I really, really like that almost it feels like you hit almost beat for beat and line for line is when they get back to the party and Dom says the buster brought me back and then you go and you take the Corona seltzer away from Vince <laughs> and you give it to Brian and then you can have any drink you want in here, but it has to be a Corona. And you take a beat and you say seltzer. But then, and I don't remember this in the original movie. Maybe I've locked it out. It looks like they have like a predator style, like arm handshake. And I mean, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we added that in. <laughs> I, feel like it's like, I mean, a lot of these things I think improve upon the first movie, but that might be the biggest improvement. It's just like, why are we not using that handshake in every movie between like two strong aggro dudes? It's just like, we need that predator handshake. So I'm glad to see the implementation like even like the framing of it just like spot on guys so i appreciate it i applaud friendship. you for that more friendship yeah yeah it's like we have to secure this yeah. like moment <laughs> over corona that's the audience yeah. did you have favorite characters or i guess least favorite characters like was there like was like the, the did it suck to put the bald cap on like anybody you loved playing or really kind of hated playing either of you Dom was fun to play yeah that was cool. <laughs> Dom's great yeah jesse was hilarious <laughs> I, I, I did like playing jesse i was like michelle rodriguez was wait mia was annoying only because it was such a big costume change and it was like that wig was so hot and then like it's like a shitty wig that wig was really bad it would like so shed like crazy yeah. and get all in your mouth that was the jesse wig yeah, yeah that's the jesse wig. how long did this take you guys to film i actually didn't take that long no we, we actually crammed a lot of it into like a day it was like it a, was a month and a half two month process wow that's a yeah. lot but you were just like shooting weekends and stuff yeah, like mornings before work, yeah. weekends. Do you have like a background in film, or you just think it's like funny to make the kind of stuff? Like, uh, oh, I, I, I mean, I have a background in film. Uh, I went to I went to UCLA for film school for a bit, and then. Okay. But also, like, we've been making stupid shorts. Like even in college, when we were, like we would just do stupid creative stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like improv and. Yeah, I don't have a background in anything, but I do like 
kind of stuff. So just being creative <laughs> and, and being stupid. Because like for as 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 intentionally low budget as it is, the the actual editing of it, like the the presentation of it, is like really is really well done. So I mean, like I think the reason that it works so well is because like you're able to like trim the fat and kind of get from thing to thing, and just the what you decided to include or not include, and just the packaging of it all, I think, makes it like you know, it kind of flies by for like a 21 minute thing. So the editing or whatever, the history there, I think it paid off in some way. Kent is a, a master editor. So <laughs> yeah, just watching him work is, is awesome. As much as you're making fun of it and, you know, you have a low budget and stuff like that and you're dealing with that, there is some mastery there. Like you're, you're, you hit the right things. You knew what to cut, you know how to edit it. And like that sh- shines through. And like Joey was saying, like, that's what makes this like takes it to the next level like even if you have like a goofy explosion it fits and like where it is is like really perfect to make it recognizable and interesting like you know the parts that you're supposed to do there's also moments where like kevin and i would be like oh my god that would be a hilarious shot we have to catch shot in that like when we're jumping over the camera yeah we, we did like 15 takes of that <laughs> we're like we need to jump over the camera perfectly yeah. you're not amateurs as much as as much as like it you know that's what this is it you can see that you're definitely not like you have some grasp of what's going on here thank you <laughs> and i think like what kind of like what i was worried about and it, it didn't wind up being this which i'm very thankful about but like joe and i've talked about like when we first started the podcast network we started with the nicholas cage podcast and me and my friend mike like we just did that because the internet in general, as I'm sure you guys have realized, it just like there's too many people being assholes and making it's so easy to make fun of things. There's just too much snark and people are like, oh my God, can you see him as a meme or whatever? And like our basically our thesis statement was like, is Nicolas Cage a good actor? Let's find out. And we kind of unequivocally said, like, yeah, like there's so many movies that people have never heard of that he's doing legitimately great things. But we're like, there's so many people out there making fun of him that we want to be like the one that are just like, oh no, like let's actually like cut through all the memes and the bullshit and like let's find out if he's actually a good actor. And so when I heard about this, I was like, oh, like this could go either way. I think like you are making fun of it, but like you don't do this kind of thing without loving the source material in some way. You're admitting that it gets goofy and over the top and whatever and not necessarily good and outdated and whatever, but you don't spend a month and a half to make fun of something, I don't think. So I think that like the passion and like the love in whatever form that takes kind of shines through here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I agree with the Nicolas Cage thing. I think he's a fantastic actor. Yeah, <laughs> like, thank you. The bees, not the bees. I watched this like video on YouTube, actually. It was like from Wisecrack or something where it like deconstructed how Nicolas Cage is a representation of Kabuki style acting, but in a yeah. Western Ooh. style. I thought that was like really fascinating. <laughs> he like overacts, but that's his thing. Like, yeah. He wants to show how much emotion you could convey as an actor. Not to completely go off the rails here with Nicolas Cage, but like that movie in particular, like the the Wicker Man remake with the Not the Bees, like there's a couple scenes in there that people like pull out. They're like, what is he doing? But apparently at the behind the scenes, like he and the director wanted to make this like campy satire and no one else was on board. Uh... And so like he looks insane and the rest of the movie is like super grounded, but like (laughs) he's doing kind of like what he and the director were like, this is what the movie should be. And like it's the Kabuki and it's like his, he came up with his old acting style, like new shamanic and so like yeah. people just kind of don't understand him he's easy to make fun of you could pay loving respect to him and not and like also be like yeah it's also kind of dumb right but like there's <laughs> kind of a, a line like yeah like like the movie about family and like you know all asians are the same or whatever like there's, there's things you can make fun of here but you're also just like no but it's actually like a cool like a story like it's a movie that means a lot to me and my friends and like we still quote it all the time so like there's a line to walk and i think he did it you told me to watch that just other justin Lin movie 
right before too. Better luck tomorrow. Oh, better luck tomorrow. Yeah. It was like, wow, it's pretty amazing to see his evolution from that into Fast and Furious. Yeah. And he did always want to incorporate some Asian American, I guess, backdrop to whatever it was. We didn't want to make fun of the movie. Yeah. We just knew that this is like the only like, way we could do it. Yeah. Like, or... <laughs> no, it makes fun of itself. Like yeah. it, it's perfect. Exactly. That's what we're saying. Like you didn't there's there's definitely love there. Yeah, because like a few weeks before we started, we were like, oh let's like let's write a script and this and like we watched Midsummer, so we were like, we need to do like a sequel, like a yeah. sequel style movie that like combines Mother and the Korean <laughs> and Midsummer. And then we were like, that's not us. Yeah. Like, holy. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have that much fun making that. Yeah. You know, but this is like part of my adolescence. And I was like, I would love to like, you know, yeah, do that Monica scene. From like, we could be an Oscar worthy script writing team, or we can make Fast and Furious under $100. Yes. <laughs> Also, you mentioned Monica. Like, I can't believe that Monica made the cut. Like, I get that. Like, that's like a one that you quote. But like, I had, I had to. I was very adamant of saying no, Monica. Like, that's a quote that me and my friends would always say. I had to throw Monica it's in there. Such or else a it random. Sense. Like, why is John Rowell even in that movie? <laughs> No well, you, got, you you know the story that like they wanted him back for two, and he says no, and they like they offered him like a ton of money. He said no, and so they got ludicrous, and then like it became like another like you know then the franchise became what it became, and like Ja Rule like desperately wanted to get back in there, so like he messed up like across the board. Yeah, he started Fire Festival instead. <laughs> exactly. So he's doing all right. Yeah, but like I love like, you know like twenty minutes is a lot of time, but like there is a disproportionate amount of time spent to the Ja Rule to the Edwin character. Just but like it it works like there's probably like a minute of it that's just that scene where it's like there's no reason for it to be this long other than like it's the goofiest lines of dialogue maybe the entire movie yeah oh yeah it also it also makes that scene not just about brian versus dom it culminates into that at the very very end that third character was necessary like this it kind of plays out in ways where like there's you know videos that have gone viral where it's like my girlfriend watched star wars for the first time and got drunk and tried to recount it to me or whatever like it's kind of those like i'm trying to remember the movie but i haven't seen it in a while or maybe i watched it once and like oh yeah there's like you know you never had me you never had your car but then like there's entire chunks where it's not even like it's just this weird kind of like fever dream of what's there and what's not there what it winds up being is like this beautiful kind of thing (laughs) that that kind of was what it felt like because well i have a terrible memory and so i was like kevin did that happen You know, you've done this, and we, we talked about this a little bit via text before, but, like, what do you guys, because I'm sure are asked this a lot in whatever ways, you know, on YouTube or Twitter or whatever, but, like, what are you guys doing next? Are there more Fast and Furious adaptations in the line, like, or do you want to go more original stuff? Are you going to, like, Swede other stuff? But, like, what are you, are you working on anything now? What could we see next? We are working on something right now. <laughs> we actually bought all the props, like, yeah. this past week. Yeah, oh, so you bought all the props? Was it under $100? Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's way well under, under 100, 100 right now. Well, okay. Yeah. We found good. better sources. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting smarter yeah. with our shopping habits. Shout out to Dollar Tree. Yeah, do- <laughs> nice. Men in Black. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Which one? The, the original, obviously, right? Oh, original. the the latest one, which is the best one, obviously. <laughs> 
One of our guests on the show played the cab driver in the new one, which, if you don't remember the cab driver, he drives uh, Valkyrie around, Tessa Thompson around, like, yes. up the block a couple times. He's got this, like, great behind-the-scenes story that, like, because that movie was okay. Like, I liked the leads, but just the movie, whatever. But, like, his story about it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is an amazing story. <laughs> I kind of want you guys just to recreate that one scene, but, like, his story <laughs> of that one scene. We, so it's, like, know, we're big fans of the new one, only because we had a guest that was on, <laughs> was in the new one on our show. And we oh, were like, really? yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> That's, oh wait, the taxi driver has like yes, a yes. backstory. It's just him driving Tessa Thompson around New York because like there's like a one block thing where they're filming, but to get back there they have to go around the block and like people are trying to flag them down because the lights on because the light doesn't work right in the car. Yeah, and people are like screaming at the cab for not pulling over. He's like, I've got like an, I've got an Avenger in the back seat. Like I can't just pull over <laughs> and like pick up a random person in the street in New York. And so he's like looping around and trying to do like stunt moves and stuff that like he's not trained to do. They're just like, yeah, just you have to go agree. Yeah, just figure it out. You'll do it. It's fine. He's like, I have an Avenger in the back seat. So like, it's this wild, like a kind of a throwaway-ish scene in the movie is like this whole like just the magic of movie making. Oh, interesting. I've actually never watched the newest one. (laughs) One thing that we've said a lot is that we we want a Fast and Furious and Men in Black crossover. So I hope that after you remake Men in Black, that you can sort of have like the third in the trilogy combine the two somehow. The taxi driver comes back. He joins Race Wars. Uh, and uh-oh. base race wars. We can hook. We can hook it up. We we know. We can, <laughs> All right. We can get the original taxi driver from Men in Black for you. Dang! What a that would be a, an epic cameo. <laughs> People are like, is that is that the taxi driver? <laughs> is that actually <laughs> him? Wow! I can't believe they got him. <laughs> I guess the real investment here is not the $100, but it's your time. Because I was thinking, like, if Joe and I are like, okay, here's $100, remake Tokyo Drift. Like, would you? Would I personally? No, 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 not you. You didn't do it. I'm asking that. I was like, I can't do that. These guys are skilled. I'm not. Are you accepting, basically, have have producers or could producers come (laughs) knock at your door and be like, remake this movie for me, please, for here's $100? Maybe, but you get no say in how it's Yeah, yeah. The the fun part is, like, we have full control. Yeah. You want full creative control and to do something that's fun. Otherwise, like, with $100, isn't worth it. No, I mean, it was just, t- I wanted to test their morals. I wanted to see if they were in love of the game, and it feels like they are. Yeah, it's also they get left over. $9 to make a movie for us? Wait, we're also thinking, like, should we keep upping our budget? I think you should down your budget. Oh, shit. We can probably, we, we can probably trim the budget. Yeah, yeah. It's going to keep going down because we, we are. Yeah, we we continue to invest into the future. That's true. And we can reuse a lot of the props yeah that makes sense when we started the podcast we found a personality quiz like a buzzfeed style j14 style quiz on zimbio.com that figured out which fast and furious character you are okay and we thought it was okay but we was like we could do one better and so we made our own quiz so now we have 25 different outcomes there's seven questions there's 25 different characters. I think most of them are probably from the first five movies. A lot of them are from the first movie. But are you guys ready to find out which Fast and Furious character you are? All right. Yeah. yeah. So there's like a personality test, but associated uh, with yes, the Fast and Furious. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, like the one you'd read in the back of the magazine and you, the, all the answers were upside down. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The way that I used to do it, I can't do it anymore. So I have to do one of you at a time. So we'll start with Kevin, I guess, first, okay? Kevin, how fast are you? NASCAR, <laughs> roller coaster, Lamborghini Murcielago, Toyota Prius, Vespa, or Razor Scooter? Roller coaster. Okay. Question number two. You know it's coming. How furious are you? The Hulk, Kylo Ren, Christian Bale on that one movie set that one time, Mel Gibson, Charlie Brown, or Jack McBrayer? Charlie Brown. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
No, you're not vegetarian. Realistically, <laughs> Charlie Brown. We're having a barbecue. How are you helping? Are you manning the grill, saying grace, kicking back with a beer, babysitting, being the entertainment, or sneaking a snack? Kicking back the beer. Okay. Yeah. Corona seltzer. Corona seltzer. You've got time to kill. What are you doing? Grabbing a bite, working on your car, hanging with friends, drinking a beer, working out, or just doing some stuff on your computer? All of those, but uh, I'll say hanging with friends. Describe your wedding. I'm never getting married. It's just me and my partner. It's us and our families. It's a backyard country affair. Everyone I know is there. I don't remember. <laughs> I'd like to be, I don't remember. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I love it. You just won the lottery. What are you buying? Your own garage, a private plane. I'm gambling it all away. My child at home, a fleet of cars, or a new life. Private plane. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Final question is going to determine it all right here. What is your drink of choice? Corona. Sorry that Corona Seltzer is not an option, but there's something close. Belgian ale, Corona, something fruity, water, whatever's cheapest, or just whatever you're having. Mm, corona. <laughs> Who do you think it is? I was going to guess Michelle Rodriguez. You are Letty. Whoa, Michelle Rodriguez! Rodriguez. You're Michelle Rodriguez, you're Michelle Rodriguez you're for sure. <laughs> Kevin, you exude fierceness and loyalty, and anyone brave enough to challenge you won't be foolish enough to do it twice. You love getting your hands dirty, and you will do whatever it takes to protect the people you love. Others may find it hard to get close to you, but once someone has proven their worth, they become family, and you You drive drive like like the the wind blows. blows. Whoa, I got chills, man. For real. (laughs) I got goosebumps. Does it scrab you? Is that good? That's good. That's good. That's you me. are Michelle Rodriguez. That is me. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I. Should. But in the in, in the thing, Kent, you played Michelle. So like it. So it's it. Maybe that was bad casting. That was bad casting. Wow. <laughs> we should have done this character test before. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's find out who you are. Are you ready? Okay. Let's do it. Kent, how fast are you? NASCAR, roller coaster, Lamborghini Murcielago, Toyota Prius. Vespa or Razor scooter? Probably roller coaster. Also, I think it'd be very funny if all seven answers are identical. Just like <laughs> also yeah. Again, I have a terrible memory, so it possibly might. <laughs> How furious are you? The Hulk, Kylo Ren, Christian Bale in that one movie set that one time, Mel Gibson, Charlie Brown, or Jack McBrayer? I'm going to say Christian Bale only because like Mel Gibson has that anti-Semitic side, which I'm definitely yes. not. <laughs> Fair enough. I do want to say that we, for a while, for a while, not, you know, about halfway through the first half, Kevin was lining up to be Jesse, who we've never had. And I was very excited. And then it all went off the rails. I feel like if you had said working in your car, it would have maybe just pushed it towards Jesse. But like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Kent, question number three. We're having a barbecue. How are you helping? Manning the grill, saying grace, kicking back with a beer, babysitting. Being the entertainment or sneaking a snack? Entertainment or manning the grill, probably. Entertainment. Okay. Yeah. Entertainment. Okay. Okay. You've got time to kill. What are you doing? Grabbing a bite, working on your car, hanging with friends, drinking a beer, working out, or just doing stuff on your computer? I'm working on the car. Describe your wedding. I'm never getting married. It's just me and my partner. It's us and our families. It's a backyard country affair. Everyone I know is there. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. All right. You just <laughs> won sure. the lottery. What are you buying? My own garage, a private plane. I'm gambling it all away. My child at home, a fleet of cars, or a new life. Man. It's tough. 
That's a really tough one. Um, yeah. A garage sounds good because that sounds like like an, um, a studio or something that you could work in. Like, okay. right, yeah. And last question, going to determine it all here. What is your drink of choice? Belgian ale, Corona, something fruity, water, whatever's cheapest or just whatever you're having. <sighs> Corona. I got to say, you are also Michelle Latin. Rodriguez. Also what? Michelle <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> Wow! Is everyone? <laughs> yeah. No, but you. But I want to say no. that there's so each has a different point system. You are even more firmly Michelle Rodriguez. You're more firmly Letty than Wow Kevin. So, so the characters, your characters. Yeah, you, were, you were the most Letty by far, and then second most was Dom, and then Brian. Oh, interesting. So I want to find out. So we had Charlie Brown kicking back with a beer, hanging with friends. Is that I don't remember, bros. That's yeah, what Okay, is. so here we go. That so, I don't remember. Um, Kevin, the... you were you were firm you were less so, not a huge lead, but you were Letty, and then Mia and Mr. Nobody. Those are your two and three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so you did it was a Mia. Yeah, it was okay. Michelle yeah. Rodriguez and then Yeah. Mia Mia with Rising. The, with, yeah, with the <laughs> Mia Rising. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> We actually haven't had a ton of Lettys. We have not. Um, which is oh, even actually, crazier. That's We've crazy. had no Lettys. It, it seems like go. any option would have been a Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> like, no, no, but it's no, really not. We would never get Letty. Yeah, what no, are you guys? both Letty, and for the first, I didn't realize that we had such a. I didn't realize it was such a. What are we? I. I mean, I've gotten a couple. I mean, we've taken it a bunch of times. And like the one know. I have down for you is Dom, and I'm Mia. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. 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 But we've yeah, gotten but like we've, a lot of spread we've had, here. You know, lately we've had Brian, we've had Hobbs, we've had Tej, we've had Mia, we've had Mister Nobody, we've had a couple Ramses, we've had Han, we've had Suki, we've had Twinkie. Like, there's a bunch of spread, but like, wow. You guys both, you know, Budget Boys together, Letty together, Michelle Rodriguez together. Damn. All right. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, I'm glad that you guys could, uh, could join us that. for this because – so I had a friend send me the link, and then somebody put it on our Facebook page, like, hey, check this out. I was like, guys, already emailed them. Just wait. It's already out there. Like, I'm already way ahead of you. And so uh, I'm just glad that you were able to stop by because we just did an interview with the guy, the game director of the new video game of Fast and Furious Crossroads. But I feel like oh. there's two big Fast and Furious things this year. There's the new video game, and there's also on a budget. So we might not have had Fast 9, but we've got – we got you, you know, two substitutions. So uh, thank yeah. you for filling the gap that Corona has left. Oh, well, I guess uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that you guys want to plug, any website or social media or anywhere that people can follow you if you want, if people want to know more about you. Follow our YouTube channel. Yeah. We're going to keep making stuff. And all of our links are there for our social media. And also, if you know anyone that could get Budget Boys uh, Instagram handle, send them to us. <laughs> oh, because you don't have the bu- you don't have the Instagram handle. Okay. Yeah, but that's it. With a money sign or without the money sign? What are you looking for? So you can't use special characters. So it has ah. to be without the money sign. At Budget Boys on Instagram has no posts. I know it's dumb. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry, guys. Eh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. uh, YouTube is probably where we're gonna live. Is the Budget Boys available? It's not. Every like, so Budget Boys one is not available. Budget Boys, Budget dot Boys is not available. Budget underscore Boys, like they're all like not available. You can lean into the one hundred and do Budget Boys one hundred. <laughs> yeah, seven hundred eighty some random number <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's crazy though is BudgetBoys.com was available, so that's our website. Budget Boys Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. Was cool. Oh, wait. Was it your website that said contact, don't contact us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. We're That's busy. what I thought. Don't right. contact. <laughs> We're making budget bills. Yeah. <laughs>
uh, no, but we appreciate you guys contacting us. <laughs> this is fun. I hope you. I hope you guys make some new content. We're excited for it. Um, I can't wait for Men in Black, and um, we're big fans. And I just hope you keep cranking stuff out for us because it was really enjoyable. So yeah, we'll make you. sure that when you put new stuff out, we will uh, mention it on here and you know share it on our social and everything like that. So uh, thank you for doing the Lord's work and uh, <laughs> creating these, these iconic movies. I appreciate it. Awesome. Course. Yeah, thank this you. is so fun. Thank you guys. Now we know where thank Michelle you. Rodriguez is. Yeah, that's a big. <laughs> talk to them uh so, so we just finished the recording the interview with them and i've been texting them they sent over the mp3 whatever they said thanks had a blast or whatever and i was like yeah i think we have the same kind of like weird passion for the movies so i'm glad that uh we got to talk to them i'm glad that we were able to turn it around so quick and i'm also glad that we have a couple of michelle rodriguez's up in here for the first time i'm glad that we got to talk to them like like you said during the episode man like their passion and their reverence for the film shines through here mm-hmm. right you know we talk about how you know, some of these things can get lost, and a lot of things can be just making fun of something. But no, they seem like they really like the movies, and that they had a good time making it. And it's always good to see friends doing something creative and and fun, and something that they enjoy. You could see their their enjoyment of it, right? And that's great. Yeah. Like I I can never be anything but supportive for somebody doing something that they're having fun doing. Exactly. So. And so yeah. so here's here's what you need to know about the upcoming schedule. So this was going to be brief week. So on Friday. We are going to do Blue Crush. We've already recorded the intro, the outro. Patrons know it too fast, forever.com. Go check that out. But since the back of that... So basically... <laughs> so the super weird thing is that at the end of that episode, I'm being like very coy and cagey, and I'm just like, hey, like we might have a cool thing coming on Friday. We might do Nemo. Yeah. We might do something else. That was a bunch of boys. So we have that. That's coming out today. That's what you're listening to right now that you just finished listening to. So now I've got to announce next week because we haven't done that on the episode. Stay subscribed. Hit that bell. Whatever. But next week, Joe... Back to the Nico and Kevo thing with Fast Five. The thing? Just the Nico and Kevo thing? That's the, you know, the that's... train, the uh, runaway locomotive. They're more like a roller coaster car. They have their own track. They're just We're just riding the wave with them. That's it. We're just riding the Blue Crush wave with them. So on Tuesday, next Tuesday, one week from today, we will have Fast Five with Nico and Kevo. Okay. Then, on Friday, next Friday, next Friday, we're doing Ben's patron pick of Girl Fight, starring Michelle Rodriguez. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. It came out in 2000, so the year before The Fast and the Furious. The Contenders okay. covered this already. Tobin and Island. That's a good sign, show, actually, right? Yes. It's also, the other good sign is that it's directed by Karin Kusama, who is a great film director. Um, she okay. directed, I want to get the full lineup of what she's done. She did a Girl Fight. Then she did a movie called Aeon Flux, which we did over on Charlie's yeah. Theron podcast. Then she did Jennifer's Body, which came out and people kind of trashed at the time. And then afterwards, people were like, oh, you know, this movie is great. And I love Jennifer's Body. It's the Megan Fox horror movie that was written okay. by Diablo Cody. 
Party. Then she did the movie called The Invitation, which is a horror movie, which is great. And then last year, I think, or two years ago. I feel like I saw The Invitation. I feel like I saw that. It's like a dinner party kind of gone awry. Yeah, that sounds familiar. I think I've seen that. Well, we were on like a bender where we were watching a lot of these, but okay, cool. That sounds familiar. And then her most recent movie came out a year or two ago with Nicole Kidman called Destroyer, which I have not seen. But Girl Fight and Destroyer, I've not seen her first or her last, but I'm very looking, very much looking forward to Girl Fight because I've heard very, Same. very good things about it. And again, like you said, you know, the contenders covering it. And That's it's what also, I'm saying. It's Michelle Rodriguez as a boxer, as a female boxer, which is uh, super, super cool. Girl Fight as a title kind of threw me for a loop there. I was a little nervous, but... Yeah, this makes. Well, I think more it's sense. kind of like taking ownership of it, right? Like it's the whole like what we talked about is. Andy Tudor and stuff. There can be fights, like actually fights between women, as opposed to just like nails yes. and, and clawing and cat fight or whatever. Yes. This is like actually yes. like you know you throw like a girl. Like there's the whole like repurposing. Like you throw like a girl. It's like yeah, but like girls can throw. You know what I mean? Like it's the same. Yeah, they can, I agree. A lot of girls can throw better than that. Pro QB on Friday's episode, Blue Crush. Perfect spiral right into the fingertips. I'm not trying to fight any woman that fights in the UFC, that's for sure. Ronda Rousey, fake Ronda Rousey. <laughs> exactly. Any of them. Either, either of them. Yep. Exactly. On Friday, you will have Blue Crush. Next week, Fast Five, Girl Fight. Thank you, Ben Milliman, for the patron pick. We'll talk about those next week. Uh, it sounds further out to us, but we're going to, you know, we're recording Fast Five on Wednesday with Nico and Kevo. Like, it's it's this weird kind of inverse thing, but we're getting there sooner rather than later. We flipped, so. Yeah, we flipped everything, but I think that um, the interviews are great, right? Like, Andy and the Budget Boys, like, they're great guys, and, and I think that you guys should hear these first. And the, the movies will be there, yes. right? So. Yep, Blue Crush is 18 years old. The Budget Boys thing is, like, a week old. So we got to you know, jump <laughs> yeah. on that while we can. So if you have not watched it yet, go check check out the Budget Boys. Like we said earlier, go check out the Budget Boys video on YouTube. Email us, family at cageclub.me. But for all things Too Fast 2 Forever, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash Too Fast 2 Forever, or at Too Fast 2 Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at TooFast2Forever.com if you're like, oh, I really need that Blue Crush fix. It's up there. Go check it out. It's been up there. So come back on Friday for Blue Crush, next week for Fast 5 and girl fights apologies for the weirdness of the next episode but you know we didn't know we're, we're loosey-goosey man we're just playing by the rules whatever you know we're just Ooh. doing our own thing it's so calm it's so luxurious here Oof. wait what's that from cat williams oh i was thinking I, it reminds me of something else i don't know also also no it's also seinfeld when they have the comfort lanes which you don't know but nope. kramer repaints the lines in the in the highway to make them wider and they're driving, and like you could like swerve back and forth, and sh- and Elaine's like it's so luxurious. I think I'm also thinking about how you ended a recent episode with a stepbrothers reference with like a there's so much room for activities. I think maybe I was thinking that. Like I think maybe true. But yeah, lots of room for activities. It's very luxurious here. At too fast, too forever. <laughs> Come join the fun at TooFastTooForever.com. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And we'll tell you all about it when we see you.